Welcome back. You guys, I've got my good friend Will today here talking about his keep it simple method. But I'm first gonna introduce Will because it's been like two months since we've connected and he's made a huge impact on my life so far. And that's pretty crazy because we just connected over business, coaching, social media, your amazing brand. But you guys can probably relate. They're people that just bring magnetic energy to your life, your workforce, um, friendship, connection, all those things. And Will is one of those people. So we're going to put him in the hot seat and talk a little bit about, first, let's give an intro to who you are, what you do, what you're all about. And then we'll sort of dive into your brand and messaging a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for the intro. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been introduced so well, so thank you. Um, my name is Will Noche Sheldon. I'm from Washington State, right on the border of Oregon and Washington. Um, I run a company called Be Great. We're a fitness and nutrition company, much like Abby. And uh, we also have a lifestyle component with a brand. So we have apparel and we do events. So, yeah. Very, very cool. So how did Be Great get started? What was the catalyst to make you want to create this lifestyle brand and coaching practice inside of it? I would say my whole life I was fascinated with the idea of branding. My background is in marketing and I've just always, as long as I can remember, I was putting together groups of people, like making clubs, making teams, You're sell, magnetic. I, selling I, I all kinds of like things that I can, like just doing like always business. Like I always just love the idea and the concept of business. I grew up like my dad, big business guy, and I just love that idea. And I also love the idea my mom is all about bringing people together. Like my, my house always had, you know, people in and out of it. I have nine siblings. So it's just this idea of being around people, having people around. And then I understand that business is what makes the world go round. And then I also understand um, that it's not an easy world to live in. And a big part of that is our health. And I experienced that firsthand with family as well as myself. And so I, I started to get really passionate about fitness and health. And so then it became clear to me that I could put all these together. I love that. It's like a trifecta of like yeah. business, connection, and health. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot about climbing together. I think it's really powerful when you can join forces with people that relate to your passion, but also have this <clears throat> purpose to bring people together because you never do it alone, right? You know, your network is so important. And so what do you feel like has been the biggest challenge in creating that in an online space? That's a great question because I started Be Great in the online space. And so it was a matter of how can I turn what I think I know about the world as a young man into an online presence because that, that tends to be the step. It, it, it tends to be something real goes online, not in opposition to that. So it was really interesting to try to figure out how to make that happen. I think for me, the biggest thing was walking the walk in real life first, mm -hmm. which I actually had some friends that when I first started Be Great Online, call me out on that and say, is this actually what you're doing? Is this actually how you're thinking? Is this actually what's going on? And that led me to looking in the mirror and saying, yeah, am I walking the walk? Is this what I'm really about? Especially with a bold claim like Be Great, like that's that's a challenging situation to put yourself in and say, okay, I'm going to be the be great guy. And I had to really ask myself, are you down to be the be great guy? Because then 
you have to be, you know, do I always have to be positive? Do I always have to be encouraging? Do I always have to be on my shit? Like where, what level is that? And so then understanding what that concept of be great means, there's a, there's like a lot of layers that it took to figure out what this is. And I'm still in that pursuit. Right. And that's kind of a big principle that I tell the team pretty much every day is that you've never arrived. And so the journey continues. You just keep going, keep figuring it out day by day. And that's something I learned in sports, um, you know, is next play, like short memory, keep going and figure it out. Yeah. Don't quit. So I want to unpack a little bit. You said something that was pretty profound to me in that, you know, be great in essence. I want to talk about what that means because you mentioned, does that mean, you know, I'm showing up all the time in a certain way or a certain light, or you have to be perceived in a certain way. And at least from my perspective, when I think about be great, it's, it's, there's an element of vulnerability and allowing people to see that be great is also being real and being okay with, you know, it takes iteration to be great and to open up about that in a way that serves other people because your story is going to be someone else's story. So elaborate a little bit about what be great means to you and, and where you came up with that name in specific, like with specifics. Gotcha. Well, the name first came from the fact that you were great. (laughs) You were great. So I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, far from the, the name came because I was part of a clothing company that we, uh, there was a lot of shirts that the company produced with mottos on it. And Be Great was one of the shirts, one of the many shirts of like intriguing, uh, inspirational quotes. And that was just my favorite, you know, like that. I didn't wear any of the other shirts really. I was always wearing the Be Great shirt. And to my buddy that was running the company at the time, he was just kind of like, yeah, that's just one of our shirts. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And I was like, that shirt's the biggest deal ever to me. You know, I always so, wear it. I yeah. I was that like, shirt. that's cool. You know, and then he he didn't make that shirt anymore. And I was kind of like, dang, you know, like I, I kind of want to keep wearing that message and keep that going. And then we ended up going different different directions for for different reasons. And when I was thinking of what I wanted to name my company, I just knew that, well, at the time, everyone that was, uh, all my friends, all my um, classmates, my teammates, they all always like called me the be great guy because I put it on my social media every day. I would just say be great, like on my story, just, I would just literally put that, you know, that was like the will hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was just what was happening and they were kind of making that a thing. And then I had a teammate who also was an entrepreneur and he was starting this sock company, which is, um, it's an awesome company and, uh, like he's still, he's still running it and he's a great guy. And he was like, can I make you be great socks? And I was like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I love socks, you know? Um, so he, he made socks and people started buying them and I just put them on social media and they were just, you know, rocking them and tagging me and stuff. And I was like, all right, I think I got something like, this is cool. If I'm selling socks, you know, it's kind of just like random. So right. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, uh, and I was coaching people, uh, at the same time, but at that time it was just under will Noche fitness, just like any generic page on social media with your name and it's fitness. Not that that's wrong. That's awesome. Like I have a lot right. of friends that have their name that and I think it's super cool. But I just didn't want it to be about me. Like I always felt really uncomfortable with that idea. I was like, it's about other people. And that's what I liked about Be Great so much was that message was not, although I cho- I would choose to wear it for me, you know, because I enjoyed that idea. 
when you wear something, it's actually a lot of the times for other people, whether that's a positive context or a negative context, like, oh, you're trying to impress people or whatever it is. But when you're wearing Be Great, you're actually spreading that message to other people. And however they take that is how they take that. Like, I'll have people, you know, make jokes or make remarks like, oh, yeah, Be Great, uh, whatever. I'm just like, you're just not ready to hear that yet. And that's totally cool. Like, there's days that I'm not ready to hear that yet. Like, there's days that I don't want to wear this hat. There's days that I, like, literally. And there's days that I don't want to wear a Be Great shirt because, quite frankly, I don't want to live up to that idea. So then that leads to the idea of what does it mean to be great, I guess, was your next question. And I, yeah, and I think it's cool that you gave us that background because you'll define it and everyone else has to define it themselves. But I, yeah, I want to hear yours. 100%. And I think... Uh, it means something different to a lot of people. And that's what I like about it so much because I didn't want to have a brand, a company presence and a name that was so demanding and told you told you what is true. I wanted it to be something that can be applied to a diversity of people because the whole world is so diverse. Everyone has their own story. So be great really means proactively working to become the best version of yourself. And meeting you where you're at in that journey and acknowledging that there's only so much you can do in the given moment. So much like there's seasons to life for a fitness and health journey, there's seasons to life for focusing on the most important thing in front of you and not getting distracted by this person's next step, that person's next step, but just saying, what is on my heart? What is blocking me from my, my current next step? And getting like really simplifying things. And that's why Be Great, the branding is simple. That's why our method is the keep it simple method. The whole idea is let's really be realistic. I think that's, I lived a lot of my life not being realistic and thinking that I had to be an extremist and use all these exotic methods, all these, all these exotic uh, routes to get somewhere when the answer really isn't the simple So you started to go down a path and I wanted to sort of intro this because one of the main things, I think when we first connected, you introduced me to the keep it simple method. And I was like, ah, that's like what I preach in my brand and, and what I preach to my clients, because it's one of those things that, you know, you hear that coined phrase all the time and keep it simple is actually the hardest thing to do. And I just loved that you were building something around that idea in a lot of different ways. So keep it simple. Let's talk about where that idea came about and and what that means um, and how you serve your clients. So being in marketing, as you know, because you have a marketing background too, um, everyone's trying to find the next best thing, the next new way. And after looking at the industry at large, I felt like, okay, in order to understand what my method is going to be, what Be Great's going to stand for, I need to get a fulfilled understanding of what this industry is all about. What is every person, more or less, now that I can know what everyone's doing, but what are the options? What are the ways that people are, like, you know, slicing the pie? Mm-hmm. And there's all these really exciting methods and diets and fun ways to do things, fun methods of training and eating and not eating and not working out and losing fat and building muscle, all these things. And at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, this is really complex. Like I am beyond confused right now and I don't know what to do. And also I had to ask myself, what are my clients experiencing? And every client 
I would say just about every client that has come to me is really confused as well. And they've tried a lot of methods before and they didn't work. Really quickly. I'm sorry. I have to interject this. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking off, we were talking obviously off camera about, you know, we've all investigated moments where we've been extremist or we've tried certain methodologies. Can you talk a little bit about your tuna fish (laughs) and coffee diet real quick before we get into more of this? Yeah. So basically, (laughs) um, I think it was, well, I know it was my (laughs) sophomore year of college and I wanted to get really lean. I knew that I was at this point where playing football wasn't necessarily my priority because I was, I continued to get injured. And at that time I was coaching clients. I was helping my teammates. I just, I was still, I stayed on the team because I love the disciplinary act. But I wanted to, um, but anyways, I had an aesthetic goal. I was like, I want to get super lean. So, which is not necessarily smart if you're wanting to play perform, you know, play a, play a college sport. <laughs> right. So that's, that's, my another that's why I'm backing that up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, sophomore year, and I'm like, okay, well, what could I do to get super lean? Well, I'm just going to go caffeine and protein. So I went six cans of tuna every day and two and a half pots of coffee every day. <laughs> And, and that was it. And like, no this? one wanted to hang out with me because I didn't smell very good, you know. And it's just how long did you do this? I did that for only. It only lasted, you know, two and a half, three months. You can't really, at least for me, I couldn't handle it well, much longer. Obviously, that's like not the most sustainable way to get lean. So anyone listening to this at home, it really worked. Oh, don't tell the people that they're gonna go try. That's this. the point, though. That's the, the point. point is all there's hundreds, if not thousands, of diets out there, and but they it, all work and they all don't work. Right, it worked. That that's the that's the key word, but short term, right? So yeah, and so the whole point is. Like I, I'll have clients, and I'm sure this happens to you, where they come to me and they're they say, "Well, I want to get back to where I was. Yes. I want to get back to when I was 20 pounds lighter." It's like I don't really think you do because whatever you were doing wasn't you, or else you'd still be doing it. Or it really was you, but we just need to get back to finding out what your black swan really was for why you were doing it. What's the why? Like understanding the driving force of why do you want to be in shape physically fit what does that even mean to you there's so many psychological questions like a lot of people separate physiology and psychology when they are very much so paired so for me i would separate the two and i never got anywhere so i'm like, okay i really need to get in tune with the with the mental component of my relationship with my food my relationship with my training because at the time it was tuna coffee <laughs> and training really uh, hard, but not very smart. You know, my whole, my whole thought process was, okay, I'm going to do a thousand crunches every single day. Like that's going to be it, you know? And, and I did that. And yes, I got an eight pack in like, you know, not a very long amount of time, <laughs> but there are way more <laughs> methods that are way more sustainable than doing that. And so. Okay. Sorry. Follow up question in terms of, you know, you talk about the synergy and I think the uh, the synergy between mental health and asking yourself those questions and getting curious and then the action, right? Like the physical action that you take. What was, what was your mental health like when you were going through these extremes? Do you remember like how that played into everything? It was a roller coaster for sure, because you're really confident looking in the mirror, but then all of a sudden you're really hungry and you're really shaky. <laughs> you're really right? hungry. You're only focusing on that thing. So that's dangerous it's too. You're not thinking about 
your friendships. You're not thinking about your schoolwork. You're not thinking about your family, at least for me in that, in that setting. Um, it was also just for me again, a, it was a very selfish state. And I think that's the danger sometimes of fitness in life in general, because we're naturally selfish creatures and the human being is a very simple creature. Um, we, we try to make ourselves really complex, but we're not. So for me, it was saying, I'm really getting away from the most important things in life. And I didn't enjoy that. So when I started to realize, okay, I need to find a way that I can be physically fit, still look the way I want to look more or less, but enjoy it and have it not consume my life. Cause I was going to the gym as much as I, as much as I could fit into the day. And I was, you know, not eating with anyone and not doing anything. And that's not very fun. Now there's a, and then there's a fine line of how you measure fun and what that should mean versus what it temporarily means in your mind. Again, there's a lot of mental components that go into this. So, which those are awesome tunnels to go into, but I don't know if we have the time to. Right. We don't, we don't have the time, but let's get back to keep it simple because I think that's, what's hard is, you know, we have a really <clears throat> firm goal. I always use a phrase, you know, we can have a really stubborn goal, but we have to have these flexible methods. And I think part of that, you know, keep it simple is, is keeping that in mind because you, your life is fluid. How can you expect your fitness to not be that way? Right. And so in order to chase a goal, and still find balance and have your value system intact, it's really hard to do. So let's get back to the keep it simple method. And I wanna talk about what strategies do you give people that you work with when they come to you and they're coming from an extreme background and they have to simplify. Totally. So the first thing I do, one of the first things I like to do is ask clients, what are your non-negotiables? What are things that are part of your identity that we actually want to highlight that maybe the world sees as not healthy and including yourself, but you want to have a new relationship with it. So, you know, going out to get tacos on Tuesday or having popcorn and a soda at the movie theater or trying a new restaurant every Friday night with your spouse, like whatever it is in the world makes you feel bad. Or like we went to the bagel shop today and the world could say like, no, bagels aren't good for you. It's like, well, go fuck yourself. Like they can be good for you in theory. It's up to you. Right. And so, or they could not be good for you. That's totally your call too. If you want that belief statement to live over you. So I just have that conversation with every client that comes in be great store. Who are you? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who has a large popcorn and soda and feels great about it? Awesome. I like cereal. So I have cereal. My, my, my siblings give me a hard time for that. I need to be ready to take that heat though. So we also have to acknowledge how the world treats situations. That's a big part of the keep it simple method too, because we can't change how people operate. So I would say that's, that's a big deal for me. Like I spend a lot of quality time on that and make sure that clients understand that concept because it's hard to really get it. And then we get real world application of them doing it and then trial and error. Um, I have one example actually that I want to dive into with that. And um, yeah, go for it. So I have a client that, she, she, you know, she's right around 380 pounds. She has a lot. We have, we have a big goal. And so, and people make her feel bad if she's eating healthy. They say, oh, you think one salad is going to make you lose weight? Or you think that, you know, prioritizing protein at one meal is going to get you in shape? Um, and, uh, and then I give her the example of on the, on the opposing end, you know, if I go to the ice cream parlor with my family, I get shit. 
oh, so you don't care anymore. And so there's all these situations where people have something to say. And one of our biggest goals is, you know, for her and I to go to get both of those things, go get ice cream together and also go and get some healthy food together and flip everyone else off around us and just be like, this is what we're doing today. And it's because it's on track for us. We're not literally going to flip everybody off. And that's like, you know, but I say that, I say that example to her and then she smiles and it's just fun. But you know, the whole idea there is the keep it simple method is being confident in your decision-making and knowing why you're doing it because you understand your plan and not getting distracted by what somebody else is doing. Cause it might be your time to just be focusing on your relationship with food and not worry about the scale. Or maybe the scale really does matter to you right now. And we've talked about why, and there's a logical reason for the scale to matter. Okay, let's whip that thing out. So it depends on what do you really want? And the odds are in favor of the first, not the second, that the scale tends to find its way going away. And the way that you feel starts to matter a whole lot more because at the end of the day, we think the surface level things in the world matter so much but that's all due to the power that we give it. So again, what do you want? Why do you want it? Let's talk about how to get there and let's redirect and see if that is actually what you want or is that just what you thought that you wanted? And I think it's important to enjoy the process as well because there's two examples of that that I've seen where people that take a goal so serious that they do everything that they can to get there, but then their life is miserable because of it and it was actually not worth it versus somebody who enjoys the journey and maybe they don't actually get there, but they love the process the whole time. It's like, take your pick. What do you want? I'm not saying those are the only two options, but those are the two most common. And so like if my client doesn't technically get to their goal of losing 50 pounds, but we lose 32, but they're stoked and they absolutely loved everything about it. That's a huge win. And they probably aren't going to ask me for their money back. Um, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. just a matter of like realizing that it's so much more than what you thought it was going in. So I really like to dive into the why. And it's, it's, it's so interesting because I, I love that and I do the same. And it's like, as soon as you know your why, you know, the how is the easy part. You know your why, the how it becomes easier. And so really keeping it simple, how you've described it and how I would internalize that is it's getting to the root of your value system and what the goal is, and then all the tactical approaches you take to get there, like that's the easy part. You have to identify that first, and then it just alleviates all of this other noise, right? So So our result that we crave at Be Great is not necessarily the side-by-side transformation, although those are awesome too, and we have them. Our, Our goal is to see who people become. Like that is the most exciting. Like those are the wins that I love to celebrate and to see how prioritizing their health and learning how to keep it simple changed their life. And that that's what helps me sleep at night and makes me feel really good. So, yeah. That's huge. And I, I know people listening are probably, you know, resonating with your messaging and want to know more about your brand, your methodology, who you are and who your team is. So, where can they find more of you? Be great. Uh, and we'll leave everything in the show notes, but, but where can they come for more information about Keep It Simple and your entire brand? Yeah, I would say the most, the most simple way to find us would be on Instagram, just begreat.co, begreat.co. And then from there, you can find 
my personal page, um, our coaches pages and, you know, our website, things like that. So I Instagram. love that you're, I love that you're a, a dot co too. Cause that's, a, yeah. that's what I am. And I was like, okay, I see you. Yeah. We're very similar, very similar, which is, yeah. which is awesome. So it's, it's been really cool to grow and connect and learn more about you. And I know we've only just begun. So like now we just keep rocking. We'll climb together and we'll yeah. help everyone else along the way. So thanks yeah. so much, Will, for being yeah. here. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Abby.